This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That is the best right there. First sip of coffee. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream from the ocean. Yes, we are back at the ocean. Jennifer Ferris, you are first on the Facebook. Good morning to everybody. Wow, everyone is flying into the room. This is uh, this is very, very nice. I like seeing this. It's, uh, it's weird because I wake up in the morning and uh, all of a sudden I'm just kind of alone in the house because everybody else is sleeping. It's very, very quiet. I take the doggy for a walk at the ocean. He does his thing. I get the, uh, the coffee ready and I'm like, this is stupid to turn on a live stream. No one's out there. And as soon as I turn it on, uh, the room is flooded with all the regulars and I love seeing that. So uh, a lot of people on vacation this week. Vinny Castiglione, you're on vacation. Vinny, I think of you every morning because I'm still going through the coffee that, uh, that you very nicely sent me. And uh, it's delicious, man. So cheers to Vinny Castiglione once again, who's on vacation. Larry Hanshaw says, morning, doggy and Opie. There you go. Good morning to you, Larry. Larry. Uh, hey, some of us work. Ted Palawada. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the workers out there. I'm sorry. Uh, mommy, will I get cramps when I grow up? What the hell does that mean? We were talking about cramps. So last I talked to you, I was on the beach, chilling out, getting ready for the big, um, the big ride to Philly to go get the kids. They were at the in-laws for the last week. Gave us a nice, uh, reprise from the day to day, but man, did we miss them. And, uh, we went down to Philly, you know, spent three days and had a great, great time. And, uh, we did a pool day. At my brother-in-law's wife's parents' house. All the cousins got together. They're all under the age of 11. 11 and all the way down at 3. There's, uh, how many are we up to? Oh, my God, 2, 4, 7. Are we up to 7? I think we're up to 7 grandkids, let's call them, on that side of the family. And we did a a really, really nice pool day. And then, um, speaking of the cramps... You know, we had a nice little uh, spread. Everybody was eating. And then all the adults, the older adults actually, were like, okay, wait an hour before you jump back in the pool. Because that's what we were told when we were growing up. And then it hit me. I think our parents said you got to wait an hour after eating before you go back into the ocean or the pool or the river or the pond, whatever body of water you got. And I think it was so the parents could just chill out and have a ciggy. Have a ciggy and a beer and not worry about their kids drowning. Because I think uh, waiting an hour after eating is just stupid, right? That's just dumb, I think. It doesn't make any sense. And then someone said, well, I guess it would make sense if our kids were going to go swim a quarter mile over their head or something. But just jumping in a pool after eating, why would you have to wait an hour? Why? Why? Oh, Ken Gregory. (laughs) 
I got I got to put Ken Gregory on the big uh, big screen. You haven't watched the live stream in a while, have you? Yeah, that's Doggy. He writes, "Holy shit, they butchered the dog." Um, they didn't butcher the dog. He had really really bad mats and also uh, a lot of fur. So we had to shave him all the way down in the skin. That's actually after two weeks of growth, my friend. He's looking good. He's looking good again. But, uh, yeah, they took all the hair off. Poor doggy. But uh, he's way, way happier, man, um, with this heat. Although it's really, um, it's really chilly here at the ocean today, which is really strange because the last three days in Philly, oh, my God, the, the heat wave and those crazy-ass thunderstorms, and there was flooding. It was, it was crazy down there. Yeah, there it is, Ted Palawada. You're going to get a cramp. You're going to get a cramp was all we heard. Uh, that's 100% right. There you go. John Quartz thinks uh, Doggy looks good. Um, yeah, that's what we were told. You can't go swimming for an hour after you eat. And I finally, it finally hit me that the, the parents just wanted a break. They just wanted a little break before they had to watch it for another two or three hours. Because kids, we went to this pool right at uh, noon. I'm thinking, oh, this will be good for a couple hours. Six, seven hours later, these kids never took a break from uh, from the pool. They had, they had the time of their lives. And I did it first. I took doggy because it was, um, it was. I don't know. It had to be 95 degrees, and really, really hot. And uh, even in the shade, uh, doggy was panting like crazy. So I'm like, you know what? It's time. So I picked up my 80 plus pound dog. And carried him into the pool. And boy, was that a mistake. Most dog owners understand this one because Doggy was just clawing at whatever he could to be on solid ground. And unfortunately, that solid ground was up and down both my arms uh, on my feet because then his feet hit the shallow end and he was just digging into my feet. I got the worst uh, scrapes from Doggy putting him in the pool over the weekend but we ended up putting him in like three times and by the third time he was kind of like looking to go in the pool himself because he understood that wait if i go in that pool i get to cool off immediately but uh i got scraped to all hell and i i'm like i know how to put a dog in a pool i announced to everybody and i lift him up by his belly i'm trying to avoid all his claws but man he went uh he went hog wild and scrape the crap out of me. Uh, 34974 Custom on the YouTube. What a weird fucking name you got for the YouTube. Opie, are you wearing a hat today because your hair took LSD overnight? <laughs> no, it's just... I, even I, I mean, I, I've had fun with the hair. You know, I, I decided to grow it for the COVID and then... Uh, I decided to let it out and, and uh, let it be all wild and shit. But even I, at this point, I'm like, man, I, I, I got to do something with this freaking hair. I got to do something with it. I, I actually uh, put this hat on with the hair, you know, out. And I'm like, they're just going to think I'm completely insane. They're going to think I'm like Nick Nolte at this point. Brother man, brother man coming in from good old PG Tips. What's up, buddy? But uh, the trip to Philly was uh, absolutely awesome. Unfortunately, I learned something on the way home. Uh, you know, the kids wanted to eat. We had like a, like a five-hour ride from Philly all the way back here to the ocean. And look how peaceful it is this morning. There's absolutely no one out on the, on, on the beach uh, this morning. But uh, on the way home, we were hungry. 
The kids were dying for a Wendy's run. I couldn't find the Wendy's. I found McDonald's. And uh, sorry to Mc McDonald's, sorry to Mickey D's, but uh, both my kids are big time thumbs down when it comes to uh, Mickey D's. Uh, this is what they say, and I quote, it's not real food, Dad. But they like the Wendy's. And um, so we finally found a Wendy's. I decided to go uh, uh, spicy, crispy chicken sandwich. It was delicious. Wendy's uh, chicken sandwich, way, way better than that uh, uh, Chick-fil-A crap. Not a fan of the Chick-fil-A. Although Popeye's, I think. Who has the best chicken sandwich? God, I wish Carl was here. Because I think Wendy's, uh, they're way up there with their spicy chicken sandwich. And, uh, well, the kid learned that he's, uh, he's too old for the spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> this is riveting. Any fries? I, I didn't go fries there. Uh, uh, where's the hater? He's like, this is riveting. Did you go fries? No, I did not go fries. Thanks for asking, though. You know, but everyone else went fries, and I was thinking, you know, I'll cut down on the calories. I won't get fries for myself. And then you start picking on everyone else's fries, and you might as well have ordered your, your own. But thanks. Frosties, yes, you got to go Frosties at Wendy's. Although uh, I had to apologize to the kids because I'm thinking, you know what? They had a lot of junk at uh, my, my in-law's house. They really treated them very, very well. And now uh, we got to dial it back a little bit now that we got them back in our um, grasp and uh, in our grips. What's the word I'm trying to <laughs> what Which word am I looking for there? Oh, my God. It's too early for this. Uh, anyway, uh, so I decided we're going to dial it back a little bit. So we pulled into the Wendy's and they wanted Frosties. And I go, you know what? I'll get two small Frosties. I'm here to say, Wendy's, you got you got to step it up a little bit, man. Their their smalls are too fucking small, and the kids called me out on it. I'm like, I'm sorry, and I almost drove back around to the drive-through to, uh, you know, make good on my mistake because these things were teeny weeny frosties. But I learned that I can't do um, I can't do spicy anymore. Oh my god, the spicy chicken sandwich was with me all night long. My stomach was a gurgling. Well, at first it started with, I think I'm having a heart attack from the, uh, the spice, the heartburn. And then it slowly uh, moved down to my belly and all gurgly, like a, like a haunted house door all night long. And then, um, and then the dog was sleeping on the bed with us. This is just, it's not sad, Hal. Oh, my, let's get rid of Hal. Hal's too sad for this. Goodbye, Hal. Hal just wrote, this is really sad. So we took care of Hal. I don't want Hal to be sad. So uh, we so we blocked him. Um, and then in the middle of the night, uh, the dog is sleeping on the bed. And all of a sudden, he's like dry heaving all over the place. I, I haven't even checked the, uh, the bedspread yet to see... Uh, to see if anything came up but he was he was dry heaving and I, that's got to be from all the the goodness he was having down there in philly and i'm sure the kids were sneaking him a fry or two in the car but anyway so then um middle of the night yeah it moved down in my gut that was a gurgling and then uh you know i've been up since uh 4 because then my uh my body said it's time to get rid of the uh the wendy's spicy chicken sandwich and now my uh 
Now my butt is burning. My butt is burning right now. What do you do for a burning butt? I need to cool it down a little bit. Any suggestions on how to cool down a butt? Because the spicy chicken sandwich had to move through the kid's body and now his butt is burning. <laughs> I want to be sitting on it an inner tube right now. It is a burning man. Did I finally get to the age where I can't do spicy? I don't want to get to the age where I can't do spicy anymore. An enema? I'm not doing an enema. Dip it in a frosty. Jennifer first knows. That's that's a beautiful suggestion right there. Uh, go with the moist wipes. Yeah, I might have to go moist wipes, but that clogs the toilet here at the at the beach. We don't want to be uh, clogging the turlets, as my grandma would say. Do not flush the turlet. So when you uh, made number two at my grandma's beach house in Waiting River, right? One bathroom. Um, and uh, you made the number two. Basically, she had a sign that said, if you make the number two, don't flush the toilet. Because she had really, really bad plumbing. Uh, so basically, well, you could flush the toilet, sorry. But you couldn't, uh, you couldn't flush the toilet paper down the toilet. So you had to wipe your butt. Is it too early for this? It might be too early for this. You had to wipe your butt, right? And then you had to put the toilet paper in the wastebasket next to the turlet. And then you were allowed to flush as long as it was just logs going down the, uh, the turlet. That's a true story. And my grandma had uh, uh, people over every single weekend. Could you? So you could just imagine what that wastebasket looked like by the end of the day. Because we weren't emptying it out after every, uh, every flush, every visit to the turlet. So anyway, I can't do uh, the baby wipes because I think about my grandma's house and how you can't flush. You can't flush that crap down a, a turlet when you live at the beach. You're going to get everything clogged up. And then it's really, really embarrassing when the, when the plumber comes over and, uh, you know, they open up your pipes a little bit and then they see all those baby wipes, you know, filled with you-know-what all over the place and then you're really, really embarrassed. <laughs> Do a flush, then a wipe. What does that mean? Do a flush, then a wipe. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, and I might have to do this this morning because of the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's that, you know, kind of made my, my butt a, a, a bit burny. It's a bit burny right now. Oh, shit. The neighbor's putting out her flowers, and she just heard about my burny butt. Uh, but every once in a while, you know what? I don't think I'm the only one. I'll take the, uh, the the toilet paper if I don't have any baby wipes. And I'll go, dip! And I'll do a little dip into the bowl. While it's still fresh water, you understand? Or after a flush. To get some coolness back there. Oh, yeah! <laughs> so, where was I? Oh, yeah, and then the plumber comes and he opens up your pipes. And then it's just a god-awful mess and then you're embarrassed because then you think you're the only person on earth that actually dumps and then they got to fix your pipes and then they have to charge a little extra because it was a little messy so we don't want to do that so we're not allowed to put uh, baby wipes in the uh in the turlet here at the uh the beach house so uh there you go so uh that was uh the ride home yesterday uh stopping off at the wendy's for the spicy chicken sandwich and uh i'm still trying to cool down the butt just a little bit i'm sitting on a nice 
big uh, pillow right now if you need to know, though. I thought nobody got blocked or deleted. Uh, Hunter's Dealer, you know what? I'm going to put you on the big screen. Uh, I, I, For the most part, I don't really uh, block a lot of people. I block the people that are obviously here just to just to hate. You know, they have no intention of enjoying the live stream or getting involved. They're trying to make it better with their comments. They're just here to hate. So those people have to go. Or then this becomes useless to do this live stream every day. And, and what, I'm, I'm just fighting ghosts all day long. I can't do that. You know, and, and the funny thing is when I, I started doing these live streams on a regular basis, I even threw it out to the people, even the haters. I said, look, say what you got to say and then move on. I let everyone... You know, um, say what they needed to say, but then the obsessive ones are, are here, and they uh, they come up with a new name every day, and they just uh, j they just pound me with uh, you know bullshit, and then it takes away from what I'm trying to do, which is just a fun, light, easy live stream every day. What does uh, being put on the big screen get you? You know, a little bragging rights there, Hunter's Dealer. I have a feeling that Hunter's Dealer is about to be blocked. <laughs> Larry Hanshaw, F the haters. Yeah, man. I've answered so many questions uh, during these live streams. and uh, But if it's somebody that's just going to pop on just to be a, a dick to just be a dick, we don't have time for that, man. We want to start our day with a cup of coffee, babble a little bit about uh, my burning butt, and then we move on with our lives. That's, that's all we're trying to do here. So there you have it. What's up, Wayne Boo Atkins? Good to see you, buddy. Um... But anyway, the trip to Philly was uh, absolutely awesome. It was really, really good to see everybody. Sadly, um, that was the first time that I saw my brother, my two brother-in-laws and my sister-in-laws. Um, first time I've seen them in over a year. And we're a pretty, um, pretty close-knit family on my, uh, on my wife's side. Um, and then that was the first time that my, my kids saw their their cousins. So it was um, it was a really really nice trip. They were down there for a week, and we did uh, we did like the last three days with them. So uh, yeah, right on, Tommy Chesh. I'll do that. He says block them, don't mention them, continue with your supporters. Yeah, because I got I got a nice group of people. I don't talk to as many people as I used to, and I'm okay with that. But we got a nice little group. We like to have a little fun in the morning, and then we move on with our days. That's all. Okay, listen up. I got a great deal for you. You got to go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. I'm talking about HelloFresh. I love these guys. They started as a sponsorship and now I'm a regular customer. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You could skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Basically, you pick out your meals. They come in a nice recipe card with all the ingredients perfectly measured. You sit there and you just have fun cooking up these delicious recipes for you and your family. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table, by the way, in like 30 minutes. Fun and easy. Over 50 menu and market items each week, including ready-to-eat salads, sandwiches, and soups. They got the healthy. They got the non-healthy. They got the vegetarian stuff. They got the meat stuff. They got everything. 
And the most important thing, get better value. We're all trying to save a few bucks. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. God, that's the truth. We went out recently and... uh, I don't have to tell you. Restaurants across the board, they've raised their prices like 20, 25%. It's absolutely crazy. And that's why I think HelloFresh is a good deal for you right now, my friends. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14 and use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Once again, I really want you to try this. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Got that? HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Give them a try. OP Radio. We ended up seeing Space Jam. What did you guys think of Space Jam? I'm sure I'm not the only one that went this weekend. I was just trying to read a comment. Uh, Howard Stern had a painting on the cover of Dan's papers last week. Wonder if it was a secret buyer. Uh, I talked about Howard Stern's painting. A lot of people made fun of uh, Howard Stern's painting because, you know, he's not working once again this summer. And I say good for him, even though I don't like the guy. But, uh, you know, he's taking uh, a whole bunch of Sirius's money and he's not working. It's an amazing deal. Who wouldn't want that? So I don't blame him. If, if you could get away with that, why not? The rumor is he made another $80 million in his contract and, uh, and he doesn't have to work this summer. Good for him. There's not a person alive that wouldn't do that if they, if they could get away with that. And, uh, and then the other thing about Howard is, you know, people were making fun of his painting that, uh, that's out there. I thought it was really, really good. I was kind of jealous of his painting skills. I'm not jealous of his radio skills. I was never jealous of his radio skills. I thought he was just okay. I thought he was smart enough to get a really, really huge, talented staff around him to make him even better. But I'll tell you this, I'm jealous of his painting skills, 100%. See, look, Hax is trying to make fun of it by saying finger painting. I'm telling you, it was really good. His painting was really, really good. Uh, Why is my voice going up? Uh, Anyway, so we saw Space Jam. Uh, space, I guess it's Space Jam 2 because the original was done by the GOAT, Michael Jordan, back in 1996. And uh, I hated it. But I asked my son, you know, he's 11. I think the movie was made for my son more than me. And he thought it was really, really good. He really, really enjoyed it. I, uh, I don't want to be one of these LeBron James haters. I really don't. And he did poke fun of himself in this movie, which was great. How he tries to, you know, find a team where he could uh, win championships. So, you know, he takes shortcuts to win championships. And they were making fun of that in the movie and stuff. And I liked that. Uh, I think LeBron James is an amazing talent, obviously. He's not even um, in the top five greatest basketball players of all time. I'm sorry to say. But he's obviously great. Uh, But I thought his acting in this movie sucked. I think it was pretty obvious that he was doing Space Jam 2 on the side as he was, uh, you know, playing for the L.A. Lakers this past year. I, I thought his acting was not good. I thought his acting in Amy Schumer's movie, I thought he was really, really good in that. But uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't like uh, Space Jam. I didn't like 
Opie, you are dumb. Well, tell me why I'm dumb. Look, I even put you on the big screen there, buddy. Tell me why I'm dumb. Oh, probably because I, I don't think LeBron James is in the top five greatest players to ever play in the NBA. That's probably a train wreck. Yeah, uh, LeBron James was really, really good in train wreck, but I didn't think his acting was that great in Space Jam, uh, too. Uh, but my son really, really liked the movie. Um, it was, you know, it, it held my interest. Ready for a spoiler alert? Who's ready for a spoiler alert out there? If I get uh, if I get five yeses, I'll do the spoiler. Yeah, there you go. He's not top five, LeBron James. Of course not. I don't think so. All right, uh, spoil away. All right, everyone's saying spoil away. So in Space Jam 2, uh, and this gave people plenty of time to tap out if they don't want the spoiler, but in Space Jam 2, they uh, tease... <clears throat> Excuse me. That Michael Jordan's going to make a, a cameo. They even start his music uh, that the Bulls used to play when they uh, were announcing the uh, starting lineup for your Chicago Bulls. And then, uh, and then you see a figure coming through. Uh, what was it? Kind of like the shadows, kind of through a little bit of a. Uh, I think I, I feel like it was sort of like a smoke, like a smoke screen. And you're like, holy shit, they got Michael Jordan for Space Jam 2. And all the older people that were checking out this Space Jam 2 movie, we all started getting excited. Like, oh my God, they pulled it off. How amazing is this going to be? And then it's stupid Michael B. Jordan, the actor. Abu. And then I'm thinking, you know what? They probably asked Michael Jordan. And he's like, I ain't fucking appearing in a movie where LeBron James thinks he's better than me. I ain't doing that shit. MP, are you stupid? MP, I'm giving you stupidest person watching, watching my live stream this morning. I literally gave you plenty of time to, to tap out. He goes, are you just spoiling this movie? I just asked if I could spoil something in Space Jam 2. Were you awake when I said that? Anyway, uh, so it was Michael B. Jordan that makes a uh, cameo in Space Jam 2. And then I'm thinking, yeah, of course Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's a billionaire. He, he, has, he doesn't have time to appear in a movie with LeBron James. Because then people are going to uh, think that he's now equal to LeBron James when he's not. Michael Jordan is way above LeBron James. But, I mean, you know, the scene was funny, whatever. But then we all were like, oh, my God. Could you imagine if that actually was Michael Jordan? How cool that would have been. But the movie was all right. It was just all right. And, and, and oh, here's something about Michael Jordan that uh, I don't know is true and maybe you guys could help me with. My uh, brother-in-law was telling me that he has a new golf course where they deliver drinks on the golf course... You ready for this? With drones. Can you imagine you're playing golf and here comes your drink? And it's being delivered by a drone? Someone please look that up right now. Let's get to the bottom of that. Is there a golf course that Michael Jordan is part of or, or owns where they deliver your drinks with drones? That would be the most amazing thing ever. Ellis in Philly, who, uh, Ellis, are you? Are we good these days? I don't know with you, Ellis. You're a sneaky one, Ellis. Ellis likes supports, and then he sneakily hates on me. Are we good these days, Ellis, from Philly? I pay attention, but he's saying they also deliver uh, cigars by drones.
I was boring my wife, so we had a four, five-hour ride to Philly and horrendous, stupid, awful uh, traffic, especially uh, when you get on that Bill Parkway in Brooklyn near the Verrazano Bridge. I'm going local for everybody, that's right. And then you finally get across the Verrazano, and then it's bumper to bumper all the way to the goddamn Gothels. That's right, I'm going even more local. And then you finally get on the New Jersey Turnpike, and it's clear sailing. So we had a lot of time in the car, so I decided that I needed to tell my wife some caddy stories. <laughs> oh, boy. I finally got the hint when she put her uh, earbuds on and, and started listening to a podcast mid-story. <laughs> oh, wait, I got to itch my leg. All right, I think there was a mosquito in the car on the way home from Philly because I got, I get, I got bit around the ankles. Um, but I was telling some caddy stories to my wife, and boy, I think she, I think a couple times she told me, I heard this one. <laughs> but I was talking about these golfers. I was talking about the. The uh, uh, the caddy. Well, it wasn't the. Sh it was like a shack after nine holes where we were allowed to get a quick hot dog and soda, begrudgingly. Some of the members were so bummed they had to buy their caddy a hot dog and a soda, and you would run uh, after the ninth hole. Right, you'd have two bags close to eighty pounds, and you had to worry about uh, the two guys on the cart as well. And some of these guys just wanted to keep playing, and you're starving, so you would run to the shack. And you would run in and grab a hot dog and a quick soda. And then you're trying to eat it as you're running down the 10th fairway to get ahead of them to do some of that four, uh, four caddying, basically, so you know where their ball goes. And you're trying to chomp down a damn hot dog because they didn't want to stop. And they're looking at you. They're mad because they're going to have to pay for that hot dog and, and soda because, you know, the lady in the, in the halfway house there, she writes it all down. Uh, but every once in a while, I was trying to tell her because uh, she had a lovely turkey club sandwich for the ride. I said, every once in a while, man, these, these golfers would, would say to you, get whatever you want. And I remember to this day how tasty the, uh, the turkey club sandwich was at the Huntington Crescent Club after nine holes. And they would sit there like gentlemen, like, caddy, yeah, take your time. And you're in the back with the roaches as they're sitting all nice in the dining room area you know they they had like a uh, they had an area in the back for the caddies where basically they also would like uh kept the mops and you got to sit at a really shitty table with the cockroaches and and the mosquitoes because it was very moist in there and enjoy your turkey club sandwich oh my god that was heaven on earth and then, of course, you got the stupid golfers that were mad that you, you were trying to eat a hot dog, God forbid, two and a half hours into a round because you were starving as you're running down the fairway to get ahead of them so you could see where they sliced their dumb balls. Stupid golfers. And then some of these guys, they would have, um, they, their bags would be so heavy because they, they, they would put literally 100 golf balls in their bag so they could shag balls. You know what shagging balls is? You get a wedge out, you find a dumb field, and then, you know, you hit some golf balls. Save money on going to the range, I guess. 
and these guys didn't care about the caddies and and the strap marks in your shoulders from from some of these bags they were so ridiculously heavy um that what we would do as caddies we would get ahead of the golfers and we would dump half their shit in the woods Oh, yeah, we would unload golf balls. We would unload extra clubs. We would unload uh, umbrellas. They would have these giant umbrellas in their golf bags. And anything that uh, we could do to lighten the bag a good 10 pounds. And most of the time, you, you never got caught doing this shit. And then at the end of the day, you went back to where you dumped all that shit and you got some nice golf stuff, some nice nice uh, golf balls and whatnot. <laughs> so you... John Doe, so you stole their stuff to make their bags lighter. I mean, that was more of an exaggeration, to be honest with you, John Doe. Uh, but the part of uh, uh, taking a lot of their junk out of their bags, that's not an exaggeration. And that was thrown in the woods. Because a lot of these guys, they just collected stuff, you know, over time. And they never had to carry their own bag. So, you know, us caddies, especially the ones that had status, we knew we could get away with it. And we would, yeah, we would go through their bags to try to find stuff we could throw away that they would never really miss. Yes, 100% we did that. And then we had caddies. We had really, really cool caddies. Um, there was a whole... I want to go... Uh, it was weird that it was on the 16th hole because that's near the end of the round. I'm trying to think if there was one on the front nine. My recollection is I, I don't remember, but on the 16th hole... You would four caddy way out in the fairway, you know, a good 200 plus yards away from the tee. And there was a tiny little tree that was in the shape of a, 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 a Y, excuse me. And uh, the older caddies, they would leave a joint right in the right in the, uh, the part of the Y there, the crook of the Y. And they would leave it there for whoever wanted a hit uh, to get them to the end of uh, to the end of their loop. But it was weird that it was on the 16th hole. You would think you'd want that you'd want that hit early on. There probably was one on the front nine. I just don't remember what hole anymore. And if we're talking caddy stories, just really fast. Really, really fast. We would have to we would have to uh, caddy during uh, you know, thunder and lightning storms. And you're, you know, you're holding metal clubs. That's not the safest thing in the world, obviously. And these golfers, they didn't give a fuck about the caddies. They just wanted to continue playing golf. And it is a true story. On the seventh hole, we would be under this giant oak tree. Giant. This thing must have been growing for close to 100 years. And that's where you would put your bags down and get a little shade. And uh, we were catting during a thunderstorm, thunder and lightning storm. I was, uh, I was, uh, I was probably on the, uh, the sixth hole, if you need to know. And my friend Joe was uh, on the seventh hole under that tree during a, a, a thunder and lightning storm. And lightning hit the tree and split it. And a giant tree branch fell down and almost hit my pal Joe, an old friend of mine. And, uh, and he is now a legend that he survived lightning hitting the tree that he was under during a, during a loop. And surviving this giant branch falling to the ground at his feet. <laughs> Gee, hon, that's a peach. <laughs> Brian J. Barkley, very good. <laughs> uh, no bathrobe today, LOL. Yeah, people thought I was driving around aimlessly uh, wearing a bathrobe. That, 
that came out. Uh, what was that? Last week? The week? Uh, week before that? I guess. Because now I do this silly, silly thing where I, where I mount my uh, my uh, phone to the steering wheel and try to do a live stream, and uh, and it gets a little uh, it gets a little wacky. And I was I was wearing my terry cloth Nantucket hoodie that I got uh, with Carl, and people are now convinced that I drive around aimlessly with a bathrobe on. I think that's about it. If I'm sitting here just staring at you, I think I, I think I did it. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm kind of tired from our, our ride back from Philly, but it's it's good to be back at the beach, that's for sure. It's good to see you, fine folks. Yes, uh, R.J. Henners, the uh, the AC in the car held up nice. I was a little scared. I'm not gonna lie to you because I, I got the AC fixed for the big ride to Philly and back. Because my uh, my wife, look, you know, she's not a diva. My wife's not even close to a diva. Oh my God! If, if you even knew the extent of what she has had to deal with being married to me, trust me, she's not a diva. But the one thing she demands is AC. Her father is in the business. So I got the AC fix, right, for the big uh, ride to Philly. And uh, the guy that fixed it goes, look, I think I fixed your AC, but there could be a leak. So I put some dye in the system. So if there is a leak, we'll know. And I'm like, oh, my God. So the whole ride down to Philly and the whole ride back, I was just waiting for the AC to go out because they didn't officially fix it because of this tiny leak they couldn't find at the time. But uh, I'm here to say, man. AC worked beautifully. Uh, Opie acted as a professional for the longest time, and all who continually speak dishonest, obviously bitter. Wait, sorry. I, if you don't know by now, um, my laptop has a giant smear all the way down the middle of the screen. It's broken. I got to get a new laptop, so I could only see part of your comments. So wait, I could go over here though. Opie acted as a professional for the longest time, and all who continually speak dishonestly are obviously bitter and haters lol keep up the good work opster thank you schultz or schultz off the youtube i appreciate that i tried uh, to be a professional my entire uh, time doing the opie and anthony show you know i wasn't perfect i understand that i just want people that are uh, talking about the old days to be uh, to be fair but there's no fairness because what happens is you like one of the guys more than the others. So you, you take their side no matter what. So you don't want to talk about uh, the, uh, the Opie and Anthony show in a fair way. I understand how human nature works. So my dream of people talking about the Opie and Anthony uh, years fairly, I don't think I'll ever get there, unfortunately. So all I could do is give my two cents from, uh, from time to time. Hey, is my chair sinking? There's a lot more headroom in this uh, live stream than when we started. What the hell's going on? Is, is my deck shrinking into the dune? <laughs> I stopped listening to Stern because of you. Of course. It's really kind of sad that me and Anthony never really got along all those years because we were way better than Howard Stern. Way better. I completely believe that. And we had a, we had a great staff. That really, really helped out the Opie and Anthony show. A great staff. And the difference, we had a very small staff uh, compared to Howard. Howard has so many people working for that dumb ass show. If you just give him a microphone, kind of like what I'm doing, 
He literally can't do this. But, you know, God bless him. He figured out how to build a, a giant radio show. But, uh, you know, he, he can't ignore the fact that he's as successful as he is because he has a giant staff with writers and a lot of funny people around him. And then he sits there and takes all the credit and treats his staff like crap. You give Howard Stern a microphone and uh, a little live stream action, he can barely pull this off. I can guarantee that, my brothers and sisters. And that will piss people off today. But it is the God's honest truth. Why am I moving my head back and forth like that? With that, I say uh, so long, everybody. Love you, miss you. It's been a bit. Um, thanks for checking out my live stream. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Opie Radio podcast, and hopefully we'll get back to doing this on the regular basis. All right? I ain't promoting anything. Nothing. I'm just going to go with this. That's it. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>